Welcome to the Magic and Alchemy podcast, where we talk about witchcraft, setting intentions, forgotten folklore, and mythology. Created by Tamed Wild, magicandalchemy.com is a collection of stories, rituals, and articles crafted by a variety of creators and writers, including myself, Kate Ballou, and my co-host, Kristen Lizenby. Hello, and welcome back to the Magic and Alchemy podcast. I'm Kristen Lizenby. And I'm Kate Ballou. This is the final episode in our witchy business series, where we talk to women and witches who are also running their own companies and working intuitively in business. Last week, we talked to my co-host, Kate Ballou, about social media as spell work. And today, Shelby Bundy is here with us. Welcome, Shelby. Thanks so much for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having me. For anyone who doesn't already know, Shelby is the creator and visionary of Tamed Wild and Magic and Alchemy. Originally from the coast of California, Shelby now resides in the woods of North Carolina with her husband, daughter, dogs, cats, ducks, chickens, and all the animals of the forest. An avid traveler and lover of all things history, Shelby loves exploring old castles and ancient ruins while walking in the steps of the ancestors who came long before us. Constantly learning a new skill, Shelby is currently studying astrology, learning how to throw pottery, and getting ready for French lessons this winter. Shelby's love of magic came by way of herbs while researching natural remedies for her family. It was then she began working with the natural elements around her to manifest her intentions and the seed for Tamed Wild was planted. While many gods and goddesses have a place in her practice, Shelby is most attuned to Gaia and feels her in the forest and woods where she lives. Shelby is with us via Zoom from her home in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, and today we'll be talking about the beginning of Tamed Wild, hosting moon gatherings, and witchy business. Shelby, thank you for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you. And to start us off, can you share with our listeners your big three in your astrological chart? Yes, I am a Cancer sun. My moon's in Libra and my rising is Leo. Amazing. Um, In your own words, can you tell us a little bit about the creation of Tamed Wild and how this business and community came to be? Yeah, so Tamed Wild was actually born by complete accident. And it really wasn't something I'd ever envisioned myself doing. Around late 2016, I was in need of a natural alternative for a medication that my daughter needed. And she was eight at the time. So I started researching, really began diving into herbs, learning about their medicinal properties and how they had been used historically prior to modern medicine. So this rabbit hole of research eventually led me to the magical properties as well and how those were used and relied upon also. So from there, the metaphysical world just kind of opened up to me and I found myself learning about crystals, tarot, spell work, ritual, all the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And this has always been an area of interest to me and I always felt called to practice. However, I was raised in a small country town in a strict Southern Baptist family. So as I'm sure you can imagine, it wasn't exactly something that I felt I was able to indulge when I was younger. 
Mm-hmm. But um, so for Tame Wild, here I was learning all the things and changing my lifestyle completely when I had the idea to create the Tame Wild product line. As the case is in many areas, our town didn't have a metaphysical shop or an herbal apothecary or crystal shop or anywhere where I could just walk in and mix teas, pick out some stones. So we started out as a brick and mortar with a bulk herb and tea section. We had tables full of crystals, tarot cards, and plant medicine. It was so beautiful in there. <laughs> we made custom tinctures. We blended teas for our customers who came in asking for help with things like the common cold or the negative spirit that they felt lived in their kitchen. Kristen, you remember these days. They were so great. The best. <laughs> um, so yeah, from there, we just decided to try a subscription box to get the Tame Wild name out there and let people know what we had. It was meant to be kind of a, more of a marketing tool and designed to showcase our teas and our apothecary products, but um, that's what we did for the first few months. And the ritual intention setting box that we have now was actually Kristen's idea. I think it was like a group effort, right? <laughs> I think that's just what happens when you spend your days with like such inspiring people yeah. and witches too. Yeah. I remember the day that I remember when you were like, hey what do you think? Would this be a good idea? Yes. We were like, yeah, it was fate. <laughs> so yeah, so we kept the brick and mortar for two years before moving completely online. As beautiful as the store was, and as much as I love the simplicity and energy of it all, it was really hard to support in a small community. So we just moved into a warehouse, focused on building the same vibe and quality of community we had in person online. And the rest is history. Five years later, here we are. I love it. And Kristen, that's so special that you were there at the beginning. Yeah, I, you know, I was there for the inception of the brick and mortar apothecary. And like Shelby was saying, it was so beautiful and it was such like a dream job. Mm-hmm. Um, and sadly, it's no more, but, you know, on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. But we had so much fun that first year I was there. And here we are now. Amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I know that you two have told me a little bit about the moon gatherings and such that you used to host together. So could you share a little bit about that with our listeners? Because they sound super magical. Yes, they definitely were. We had such a great group of local women and sometimes men who would come and share with us and hold space together. Um, in the back of the store, there was a little courtyard that was right under some trees and it was the perfect spot for us all to gather. And it always amazed me how complete strangers who may never speak elsewhere would gather under the moon with a common purpose and open up and share the way that these women and men did. Everyone was always so kind and supportive of the stranger sitting next to them. And it really put feeling into the importance of community. Also, I loved how we would hold these events on a Saturday night sometimes. And then people would leave and, you know, they'd be like, hey, I got to go. I've got church in the morning. And you'd hear me too. And It was really cool and inspiring to see people finding their own spiritual path outside of the norm or confines of religion. And I have to say also that as an introvert who pretends to be an extrovert um, and who typically feels tired and depleted after social events, I just remember feeling so amazing and inspired after every moon gathering. There was like so much laughter and tears and healing that took place through that community which was so new to me at the time. So yeah, lots of good memories there. Mm. I used to have moon circles here in my backyard and I miss that so much. Um, But I mean, I'm really excited for these new Tamed Wild retreats that we're going to do um, at the beginning of 2022 and that on the Sabbath days moving forward. So Shelby, do you want to share a little bit about these upcoming events? 
Yeah, we basically decided that we wanted to start gathering, you know, meeting some of our community and kind of meeting in person again. And we have access to this historic house that we own here in um, Hendersonville, North Carolina, and it's got, you know, the space for it. And so we just kind of threw it out there as an idea to see if it was something people were interested in. We thought it would be a good idea for baby witches and new witches or experienced witches alike to kind of come together and learn about the Sabbath, learn, you know, about herbs and do some yoga and really just kind of get that old sense of a coven again, you know, even if just for a weekend or for a few days. So we're hosting them on every Sabbath except Yule for 2022, just because Yule is such a busy time of year anyway. Um, for in bulk, we're actually doing two because the first one sold out right away. And um, yeah, all the information is on the website, but basically it's just going to be a really cool, you know, few days where we all just get together and we're all in light company and going to be able to talk about ritual and spells and herbs and the Sabbath and really learn, you know, what the wheel of the year is and why we honor it. I'm really looking forward to it and to see the melange too. I mean, I know that Kristen and I uh, spoke with Amanda um, yes. after her time there, which was really exciting. And so to see it in real life, I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's going to be a really good time. And I'm so excited also to get everybody for this first bulk, you know, to have you, Kate and Maria from uh, Maria the Arcane and Riss from all my ancestors and, you know, all of our, our community of, you know, Tame Wild gals. Mine is you, Kristen, but you need to come over. <laughs> I know. International travel is not very friendly right now, I but know. as soon as it is, I will definitely be there. Yeah. We'll have to like beam you in, you know? Yes. Please. Oh, we should zoom you in, literally. We yes. Have it. yes. <laughs> I'm up for it. Yes, we should definitely do that. But that'll be really cool to have all the people that contribute to Tame Wild coming together and get to meet, you know, some of the people that we work with. I'll just carry you around on my computer all weekend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, side note, Zoom should be called Beam. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's an amazing idea. <laughs> so Shelby, I know you would never call yourself an expert because you're so humble, but I kind of mm-hmm. consider you an expert in creating these really beautiful, magical spaces, you know, for the moon gatherings and then the Sabbath retreats. So do you have any advice for people looking to create these sort of spaces in their own lives? Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. But um, yeah, you know, honestly, I would say just to try one and you'd be pleasantly surprised. It can be intimidating, you know, to go to a gathering with people you don't know. And, you know, especially when you're kind of expected when you go to these things to open up a little bit. But, you know, just knowing that you're in like company and you can start with a few close friends and have one on your own. If you're nervous to attend a larger one. Um, but just knowing that when you do go that, you know, there's no expectations and everybody's really there just to welcome you and kind of, you know, be in the same place as you and hold space together. So just try it really. What has your journey like um, being a witchy business owner? Um, it's been it's been really amazing, and I really feel lucky, honestly, to be able to marry my love of business with my love of the craft is really a blessing. Um, it's also just been really educational and so inspiring to see so many people coming to this path and to be on the side of it that I am, where we can provide tools and guidance and help people find their way. 
Um, I've learned so much from our followers and continue to learn every day. We have such a great team of people that work at Team Wild and all who really, truly care about our community. And I definitely couldn't do it out without any of you guys and everybody that works with us at Team Wild. Thank you. Yeah, it's Thank a you. dream job. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So Shelby, beyond Tamed Wild, who are you as a woman, a witch, a magic maker? Do you use the word witch to describe yourself? I do use the word witch. However, it's not very often that I'm really using a label at all. Um, I love the term earth spirited and I lean more into manifesting, intention setting, speaking things into existence. Um, I definitely am a huge fan of spell jars and candle magic and have quite literally created my life today with those rituals. Um, intentions are the most powerful tool that we have in our command. Words are spells, definitely. Exactly. One thing I love too is that no matter how busy you are, you always make time for adventures. I know you just got back from Egypt. You've also biked around Scotland. You've gone to Greece. And it's always a bit of a dream to follow you on social media when you're on these trips because you share so many cool photos and videos. So I have to ask, can you tell us a little bit about your last trip to Egypt? I know it was sort of a follow-up from a trip you took a couple of years earlier. Yes, definitely. So when we went in 2019, it was just my husband and our uncle. Um, and we left the kids at home. I wanted to go and check it out safety-wise and make sure it was somewhere that I felt comfortable bringing them. And it absolutely was. So this time we took them. My kids are older. They're 19 and 13, so I'm not little ones. Um, we resaw some of the typical sites that we had seen the first time, like the pyramids and temples. And then we got to see a couple new ones that we hadn't seen before. It was really great. And I felt really lucky to be able to show my kids that part of the world and kind of open their mind up to history and such a magical place. Um, the people there are the kindest you'll ever meet. And the food's amazing. And there's just really is so much to learn. I really want to go. Same. Yeah. I would imagine that it's like physically exhausting, but also invigorating, you know, for the spirit. Um, are these trips how you derive inspiration for Tamed Wild's annual travel giveaways? Most definitely. Every place that we have done a giveaway for is a place that we have visited. I definitely come home inspired and wanting all my friends to visit there too. <laughs> Which one is your favorite place that you visited so far? Like I know that the land of the goddess giveaway is based on a trip you took to Greece, but now you've also been to Egypt, so... I'm curious. Yeah. So Scotland really holds a special place in my heart. There's just nothing like it. And it feels like home to me. But Egypt is hands down the most incredible trip of my life. As a lover of history, you just can't compete with Cairo and the energy at the pyramids and the temples. And I would encourage anybody to go if they have the opportunity. So Shelby, you're a business owner, a wife, a mother, a witch, a world traveler, so what does your spiritual practice look like? Is it moon rituals, small daily spells, elaborate rituals? You know, just like most witches, it kind of waxes and wanes. I mean, some days I'm sitting under the full moon, burning all the herbs, cutting all the energy cords I can. And others, I'm stirring my coffee three times, praying a locator spell to find my car keys. <laughs> you know, I incorporate simple spells into my daily and love the magic in the mundane. So like, for example, each night before bed, I blow out six candles that I light in my living room each evening. And each one is a breath of intention or a spell. Um, sometimes it's thanking for something. Sometimes it's, you know, asking for something that I need. 
Um, I always reserve one candle for saying hello to people that have passed and making sure that I acknowledge them daily. Um, but, you know, six candles is six opportunities a day to manifest or give thanks. So sometimes I'll write what I want to release while watching TV and burn it in a candle before bed. Mundane magic is really the easiest to create. And that's what I love about the rituals that you ladies write for the Team Wild Box because they're super simple and effective and much easier to fit into our busy lives. Um, I used your locator spell to find my little brother's car keys <laughs> over the summer. I remember texting you. I was like, wait, help. And it worked so well, I have Doesn't to say. It? Like, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly about to do one today because I bought this little Isis necklace charm in Egypt and it was my favorite thing that I bought and I cannot find it anywhere. I found the bag it was in and it's empty. So, you know, I know it's probably lost somewhere, but I'm going to give it a go anyway. Let us know how it works. I will. (laughs) We're big fans of simple spells over here. Um, I know you just started offering tarot readings on your personal site, which we'll link in the show notes, but I imagine that tarot must be a big part of your craft as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's become quite a, bigger part this last couple of years than it was before um Kristen side note I always remember us reading tarot remember in the warehouse mm-hmm. in same wild mm-hmm. that is actually kind of one of my first dives into it um was us doing that but anyway I um yeah now I do a daily card you know as most people who read tarot like to do um sometimes I I bought a little tarot card stand, like a single stand. And I pull a card and I, it's not so much for divination, but more for learning. I'll put it on the um, stand and I put it right by my computer where I see it all day and just kind of stare at it and see what I get from it. You know, um, one of the, the tactics that I had learned that I find really helpful is to keep a tarot journal and just kind of write your own interpretations of the cards, like read other people's, but also write your own. So you're kind of writing your own tarot book. And I really love that idea. Um, you know, so you can kind of decide for yourself, like what this card means for me. And so that's kind of how I work it into my practice is just every day looking at a card, associating it and kind of seeing what it means for me, you know. I love that. Do you have any favorite decks right now? Yes, I actually am working with the Modern Witch Tarot, which I just stumbled upon and I love it. The the art is so easy to to get feelings from and it's all women in the deck. It's a beautiful deck. It's really well done. I'll have to look that one up. I feel like normally when I've asked you in the past, you really like the Renaissance tarot. Yes. So I actually go back and forth between the two. The Renaissance has been like my tried and true. Um, and for the pip cards, there's not as much visual stimulation, I would say. It's more of mm-hmm. um, symbols. But the modern witch is just instantly like the feelings jump out at you because of the art. She kind of mirrors it after the writer weight, but it's her own take on it. And it's really beautiful. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I know, like you mentioned, that you were raised Southern Baptist, but not obviously now identify as a witch. Um, and I think that that's a story that a lot of people can relate to in one form or another. I was raised Presbyterian. Um, but yeah. <laughs> what advice do you have for someone that's on the verge of coming out of the broom closet? You know, I would just say, don't be afraid to say, I don't know that yet. I'm still learning when you get asked a question that you don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I first started talking to people in my family or my friend group, kind of about, you know, my spirituality, that there was a lot of pressure at times to justify myself or to explain things to people who were not inquiring out of genuine curiosity, but 
more from a place of judgment or kind of like, well, what about this? Well, you know, how do you explain that? And mm-hmm. so, you know, looking back, I wish I wouldn't have scrambled to explain something that I didn't quite know yet. And I would have just said, well, I don't know. I'm still learning and been all right with that, you know. What about words of wisdom for witches who are looking to enter the business world right now? I would say set your intentions and spell draw your plans. You know, I um, do some type of ritual that resonates with you that it makes it very clear what you're going after. Um, I would also say just always be open to learning and correcting mistakes. Know that you can do it and truly believe it and try not to let negative energy that lives on the internet get to you. Um, which is a very hard thing to do when you're an online business. Um, You just kind of got to know when to shut off and take care of you and your own spirituality. And also selling or creating spiritual tools does not mean that your own spirituality is up for grabs, you know, and keep that sacred unless you really want to share it. It's hard in this business to separate the two sometimes. That's really great advice. And can I ask, do you have uh, simple spell jar ideas for our listeners? Yeah. So this is my favorite form of magic, honestly. But um, what I like to do is just find a glass jar with a lid and I fill the bottom with like herbs or roots that feel relevant to me. Um, I then spend some time writing details of my spell on parchment paper and fold it up into little pieces. Sometimes I tear it up if it's more of a release, but if it's like something I'm calling to me, then I'll fold it. Um, I just stick it in the jar and I fill the rest of the jar with flowers. It's It kind of like mimics the planting, if you will. Like roots on the bottom, intentions in the center, and flowers on the top. So I always put a crystal inside the very top before sealing it. And the crystal chosen will just be dependent on like what I'm intending. But, um, you know, it can be like a clear quartz for energy or to energize the spell or a smoky quartz for protection or creating boundaries, citrine for prosperity, et cetera. Um, and then what I do with the jar afterwards kind of depends as well on my intentions. So sometimes I'll bury it in my garden And other times I'll leave it out as a reminder. Um, This is how I quit smoking actually in 2017. And the spell jar I made is still sitting on my shelf where I see it every day. So in case I'm ever tempted, I'm reminded. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, I never open them again though. And, you know, sometimes it's nice to just see it and be reminded of your goals and how far you've come. Um, You know, when we were house hunting here in North Carolina, I made like the most detailed spell jar that I've ever made. And my husband and I actually did it together. Um, and it included like the type of windows I wanted, what the garden would look like, how many staircases I wanted or stairs that, you know, the year and the style of the house. And we just sat and talked and put it all in this little jar. And and then, um, we buried that one in the garden of my old house in California. And it just kind of felt like something I wanted to actually plant and leave with my home there, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, I got all the things I put into that jar in my home here. So it worked. And so cool. Yeah, it really is. It was neat to see. It was neat to see it materialize because I was like, wait a second, look at this window. Like, look at this weird staircase that goes to this weird little room, you know, and like, who else would ask for that but me? So it was kind of cool to see. And it really is a very old form of magic. You know, cell jars are found all over Europe and old ruins still intact. So we're always talking about books on here, which I'm sure you know. Um, And I know that you love reading as much as we do. And Tamed Wild has a beautiful collection of printed material. So any favorites right now? Yeah. So currently I'm just, I'm reading a variety of astrology books, but my favorite book I've read recently is The Highland Witch with 
which you guys both probably know because I think I mailed you both a copy. <laughs> it's that amazing. It's so good. I love that book. <laughs> I'm so almost good. done. I've got like 50 pages left. It's, it's amazing. It is. It's very like outlander-ish, but not quite. And it's just same vibe. You know, like company adventure to the Highlands. Let's go. I know, right? <laughs> Next retreat. <laughs> And sadly, I think that we're almost out of time. Um, But before we go, obviously, people can connect with your works, your Tamed Wild. But I also love, love the photography on your personal page. So can you share the best way for people to connect with you via the Witch Wide Web? Yep. You can follow me um, on my personal journey on Instagram at the moon in Carolina. Thank you so much for joining us today on Magic and Alchemy, Shelby and Listeners, a podcast from Tamed Wild. Again, we are Kate Blue and Kristen Lizenby. You can find us online at East and Alchemy and at K8 Blue. Send us all of your questions, comments, or just say hello via email at podcast at tamedwild.com. You can view all the amazing offerings from Tamed Wild on their Instagram at Tamed Wild or on the blog magicandalchemy.com. Join us for next week's episode as we talk about the winter solstice. Just a reminder that magic and alchemy are always available to those who know where to look for it. So mode it be or something better. Until next time.